thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So the Lurie's Hall of Fame, and you will know that the Lurie's, of course, are the advertising awards in South Africa. And the Hall of Fame award recognizes the most select creative individuals for their continuous and notable contributions and success and impact in the industry. This year, the award was uh, given posthumously to Tabojo Matlatsi, who died uh, over the last year. He was the Sharky Ilembe director, and you'll also remember him from Yizo Yizo as well. We got uh, one of his uh, partners and founding partners, for, uh, Angus Gibson, on the line. Angus, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Um, How are you feeling? It's a, it's a slightly croaky me, but um, <laughs> here I am on a very, on a very happy morning. I'm really sad that Tebojo and his, I know he would have watched with his son and daughter, yeah. um, that he's not celebrating with us. Yeah, I, I hear you. Angus, for people who don't know the work of Tebojo Matlatsi, take us back a little to some of his work. Well, I mean, Tabucho, um I suppose his most notable uh, long-form work was Yizo Yizo. Um, I mean, that was yeah. uh, there were three seasons of Yizo, and and he was very much one of the people at the heart of those seasons. And I mean, f- for those of you that don't know, I mean, Yizo. Um, it was groundbreaking. Kind of changed. It changed the way that people made television in this country. It was yeah. the first time that a kind of urban uh, township experience was represented in all its uh, in all its glory and in all its complications. Um, and a significant thing was, you know, he had said to me you know, there's a real sort of hole in the landscape of storytelling because in the past, all, you know, sort of languages are separated and and there would be, you know, people would speak pure Zulu and pure Sutu. And, um, and of course, that was not the case in urban South Africa where there was this incredible mix and people um, have the extraordinary ability to speak many languages and um, so that was you know so we sort of ventured into that area with Yizo and he was in the kind of the middle of making that happen Um, so Yizo was a significant thing for him but he made two short films one of which won the Silver Lion at the Venice Film Festival that are quite seminal one was called the, the one that won the Silver Lion was was um, called Portrait of a Young Man Drowning. Yes. And oh. then a film called Stick Fighter, which was mm. uh, set in the, in the Lesotho in, in the Mountains. Yep. Both absolutely, they are masterpieces in my view. Um, and I think people go back to them for inspiration all the time. Um, so there are those. And then his commercials i mean there are many many commercials that if you you know if you look at his reel you realize that sort of seminal moments in the commercials in the commercial space often can be attributed to tobacco yeah. there was a 
extraordinary kind of uh, loving take on South Africa that he had. Um, yeah, you know, Angus, I was thinking about um, his his Lesotho film, and we were actually talking about it off air, and just I had I remember chatting to him about it then on air. I mean, kind of showing my own age as well. But what struck me was this idea that suddenly we were telling stories which were not just stories about the, I'm going to say, the politic in a capital letter, but rather about the politic in a, a, a baby letter, if that makes any sense. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, uh, <clears throat> the tragic thing is that it, that film absolutely reflects where he was going at the moment that he died. He had decided he wanted to return to long form and make films that his children would love. Um, and, you know, he had grown up watching uh, kind of Kung Fu and that kind of thing in, in yeah. the context of his school and Westerns. And in many ways, um, Sikali Simiocho, which is uh, that film, is a Western. Um, and it, but it also, you know, he was very sort of, you know, his, he was very taken by the sort of spiritual um, world and mythology around the Sutu world. Yeah. Um, and it sort of combined a Western together with that spiritual world. Um, and I think, you know, that was what he was returning to in, in the moment that he died. Um, he, he, but yeah, it he stands been, out. He had been very involved. I mean, he was um, a part of the Shaka Ilemba team. And I, I imagine that in so many ways he was um, critical for what was has been uh, and is regarded as a huge success. Well, curiously, he was he was very much there in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and um, we sort of did, you know, we traveled abroad to look for money together and we we did the reckeys together um, and all the early meetings with historians and, and with the families we did together. But then I think he sort of was in a moment where he wanted to do absolutely personal work. Yeah. Um, and you know the work that I've been speaking about. Yeah. And he said, you know, I've been developing this other work, and I know Ilembe is going to consume us for a long time, and will always be a collective work. And I want to do absolutely personal work in this mm -hmm. moment. And so we agreed that he wouldn't go forward with Ilembe. So. Um, wow, I didn't realize that. So that was, yeah, that was that was um, what happened. Um, so he was there in the seedling stages and then chose to, as you say, go into a more personal space. Yes. Wow. Angus, I'm sure his loss as, as, as your partner in crime uh, in the work that you were doing must have been very, very hard for you. And um, I, I, it must be really wonderful to be able to pay tribute to him as part of the Lurie's Hall of Fame. And I suppose also to pay tribute to the, his impact, his legacy on, 
on young work, uh, filmmakers and, and creatives as you move forward? Well, I suppose the thing that we have not mentioned is that he was a complete pioneer in terms of making space for black creators in the commercials industry. I mean, he 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 was the you know, he was absolutely perfect commercials maker. He's you know he has com he was completely um, interested in the particular and in the detail, and then the anecdote. Um, and he just he had everything that one needed. He had the aesthetic. He had everything that we needed to be a commercials director. And we had done Yizo. He was sort of he was a very prominent figure in that moment. Yeah. As young as he was. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he decided that he would start doing some commercials. And boy, was it a struggle. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, he was. You know, he would be given the very best boards, and one after the other, he would be told, "Your treatment was incredible, but there'd be there'd be some some but," and he wouldn't get it, and he persisted for a long, long time, and a very, a very dispiriting time, um, until eventually he's got his foot in the door, and and then absolutely proved. Just what what how, a magnificent yeah what what a talent he was, and and that was a very significant thing in terms of transformation in the commercials world. Also, so he was a pioneer there. It's also a great message to anyone who feels like they knock on the door and the door keeps closed. But if you really do have the talent and the vision, then sooner or later your foot goes through that door, and you do break it down. I suppose. Well, I would like to think that, and I, like and thank goodness he eventually broke that door down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know how uh, bleak that moment was. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I, I have a particular memory of a day where sort of <laughs> maybe the fifteenth commercial had sort of turned out like that, or well, you know, the fifteenth commercial pitch, and um, and. Uh, the Cannes Film Festival got back to say they were not selecting um, uh, his portrait of a young man drowning. And and he felt particularly bleak. And I could say nothing to him about the commercials, but what I could say to him is to Borka that film is a perfect film. It is incredible. It is a masterpiece. Cannes are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was... It was and, it was a matter of within a month that had been selected at the Venice Film Festival. And I sort of just have this memory of getting this call from um, Zabokhut saying to me, I've, I think I'm going to win the Silver Lion. And he did. It's, you know, sort of best film. Yeah. And I sort of thought about it and I said to him, uh, I think the Silver Lion must be the second best film because the gold line will be the best film. But in fact, <laughs> he was right because the gold line is for long form. And he got and the short the film. the best short film was the silver line. Yeah. Um, so he had one best film. So, yeah. you know, it was a sort of a turnaround moment for him. And it was not long after that that he won his first 
commercial pitch. Um, well, Angus, but, we're going to leave it yeah. at that. Unfortunately, we have to go to a break. Angus Gibson is the founding member of Free Films. He's a filmmaker, a producer, and uh, we want to celebrate the life of Tabojo Matlatsi as he is awarded the Lurie's Hall of Fame Award posthumously to his family and to his children. Congratulations. <laughs>